I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the On Deck Circle. Our guest is the bees, Kean Wong. And Kean, first of all, uh, Saturday, take us back to that two-run homer that uh, gave the bees the win, six to five, a much-needed win at that point, and it turned out to be your first home run of the year. Yeah, you know, just try to get a good pitch. Uh, I knew we were down one. I knew he was throwing strikes, so I just try to get my pitch, and you know, luckily it went over the fence. Yeah, because I was going to say that that's not. A, an important part of your game, but you like to have one once in a while. For sure, for sure. You know, anything to help the team win, and you know, for me to get my first one to help the team win, that's all you can ask for. I was gonna say, especially in a situation like that, that has to feel extremely good. Yeah, I mean, it felt good. Uh, grinded all year, and you know, like I said, I finally got my pitch that I could drive, and you know, went over the fence. Like I, I told you yesterday, I called it your first Wong ball of the year. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. You know, I heard that and I started laughing. But, yeah, hopefully we can get more Wong balls. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they've had you at second. They've had you at third. Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, uh, do you have a preference or one that you feel more comfortable in? Um, I mean, I would say last year was probably second, but this year I think third. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of worked with Ray, third base, trying to get my uh, pre-pitch down, and I feel like I did. Um, you know, I, as the games you can see, uh, I feel like I've been pretty pretty good there, and you know, hopefully I can get back there and start playing there again. Thing about uh, second base, a position that you've, you've played for quite a while, the whole dynamic of playing second base has really changed, especially with you guys playing 30, 40 feet out into right field for left-handed batters. You, you have to maybe have a, a stronger arms than, say, second baseman five, ten years ago. For sure, for sure. You know, that shift, the shift changed the game. You know, it started in 2019, and, you know, I think next year they're going to cancel it, but this year, yeah, it makes a big difference. You have to have a stronger arm. You have to take better angles to the ball. So, yeah, I just feel like it's a big change to baseball. And it's also interesting that when you play third, more often than not, when the shift comes on, you move to the right side, and the shortstop uh, uh, stays on the left side, and it's something I'm seeing more and more teams do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I played second my whole career, so just putting me second base is just like home for me, and leaving the shortstop shortstop is like probably the game plan for us. We had this conversation off air, so I want to have it on air with you. You're at 12 stolen bases now. That's already two more than you had all of last year. Is that a conscious effort on your part? Is it something the organization wanted you to do more of? No, it's just something I knew I could do. Um, you know, past years I've kind of just stayed at first, didn't want to go, but I know what kind of speed I have, and I know I can get 20, 30 bags. So that's my goal this year is try to get 20, even 30. So, and it's a situation where what do you do to prepare yourself for for the running game? Obviously, uh, there's more information available than ever before. Do you get a chance to see uh, and get the information on, say, a guy's timing to first base, stuff like that? Yeah, we get all the times. We even get video of what they do that goes home. Maybe they lean the shoulder, you know, bend the knee. So just I kind of study that late time before I come to the field. And, 
you know, when I get to the field, it's all about getting the pitch to go and, you know, just seeing when is the right time to go. You know, in all phases of the game, there's so much information out there. Uh, how do you uh, keep it at a, at a decent level and not have too much information in your head? I mean, it's different for everyone. Everyone has their own, what they look at. And, you know, I look at what the pitcher throws and what counts. And, you know, I look, like I said, what he uses to go home. Maybe he bends his knee, maybe his elbow moves. So I just look at that kind of stuff. I kind of not overlook it. So that's the main thing I look at. And finally, uh, this team, uh, even though it went through some tough times the last couple of weeks, still uh, uh, everybody's got their heads up. Everybody's still enjoying themselves and, and now has developed into a three-game win streak. Who's the funniest guy on the team? I mean, I would probably say Chad Wallach. You know, he's a, I feel like he's a clown of the team. He always brings everyone up when we're down. And, you know, it's just, I feel like everyone's funny. Everyone has their own sense of humor to this game. And, you know, it's fun to be around. Before I let you go, too, uh, Chad is a guy that uh, I know I heard several guys say when he got called up the first time that he was going to be missed in, in the clubhouse. He seems to be like a, a, a clubhouse leader. Yeah, for sure. He's, we call him captain. Um, just because he brings joy to the game and you know when we come to the field we always know we're going to get a good laugh out of him so and he doesn't want the C on his uniform though no I don't know why I mean he's he's a big captain you know he's a catcher so why not but yeah no he's a great guy to be around and I'm glad he's on our team well keep up the great work and uh, good luck all right thank you all right, that's Kian Wong our guest back with the starting lineups after this here on the KSL Sports Zone. it's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.